Welcome to Tea for Lunch, a show where we serve up the news you need to know in 15 minutes or less. If you're new here, every week we go live on Instagram at around 1230 Mountain Center time, give or take. Um, you can catch the show live on Instagram or you can wa- listen to the replay, which is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and everywhere else that you listen. Today we have a very special guest. McKenna is here. <laughs> McKenna, welcome to the show. Welcome to Arcade. Why Thank don't you, you tell the people who you are? Yes, I'm McKenna. I am joining the Arcade Social team as a community manager. I'm so excited. It has been a really fast two weeks that I've been here. Um, But yeah, I'm just so stoked to be here. I not too long ago used to be watching Tea for Lunch, like the early episodes, and now I'm on it. So it's crazy. I'm an arcade fangirl. Yes. This is your Academy Award speech. I've been watching it and now I'm on it and I'm here. You made it. Full circle. Well, very happy to have you. This has been your second week, right? Yeah. My second full week. How's it been so far? It has been so fun. The tea is that it is the vibe. It's what I'm feeling right now. I'm very happy to be here. I know we'll get to the Beyonce song, but (laughs) it's uh, that one's resonating with me really hard right now. Okay. I'm excited to talk about that because I feel like the internet is reacting the opposite the way I feel like you're taking it. So um, let's get into it. Actually, before we do, anything else you want to share about your day? No, it's a good day. <laughs> a week? It's a good day. You know what? It's 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 been rainy, but looking forward to just sun on the weekend because that's when the sun matters. Yeah, that's the most important. I don't care if it's cloudy and rainy every day of the week. I feel like it's also more productive for me personally. Yeah, I grind more in the rain. Yeah, I feel like I'm like, okay, well, there's nothing else I'm missing out on, so I may as well be here working. Absolutely. Okay, let's get into our first story. As you have probably guessed, it's about Beyonce. She re- released her first single in six years called Break My Soul, um, and it's a serious vibe shift from the hustle culture type of, I don't know, content we're seeing, um, and it makes points to where we're at culture culturally, like just over the hustle. Um, so I I loved this song, but I, I'm like such a Beyonce stan that she can do no wrong to me. Like, I would listen to her, like, do anything. Like, I'd listen to her like have a cover album or listen to her like opening, reading her emails. Like I would listen to anything that she wants to put out there. So, um, but I do, I do like the song. What do you think? I think it is a vibe. I think it's, yeah, this hustle culture. I think especially for women, we're kind of, we're raised millennial and Gen Z's were raised. Like if you want to be successful, you have to absolutely grind at it. And you have, we, you know, we've looked up to this like different status of celebrity and Mm -hmm. stuff the last 10 or so years. So I think it's sort of like a proclamation of like, you can do it, but also like rein it in or it's do it for yourself, not for anyone else. Mm -hmm. And that's huge. I saw some male feedback about it. How it's like, yeah, there's like a Twitter thread of basically men complaining that it's going to convince women to just not work as hard anymore and stuff. It was very strange. So I think everyone's got an opinion on it, but I think it is a summer bop and mm-hmm. I love that the dance vibes are coming back. Yeah, the dance vibes are strong. It's, mm-hmm. it's interesting because even Drake's album is very dancey 
And like Beyonce's new song is super dancey. Yeah. Um, so it's cool to see like us going back into that direction. I heard someone or I saw a post saying that it's like the anthem for the great resignation, <laughs> um, which is kind of ironic because I'm also seeing comments being like, not Beyonce trying to sell me invisible merch for $50 and also telling me to quit my job. <laughs> and yeah. she's also like a billionaire. So, and she also worked really hard to get where she's at. So I don't know if it's necessarily saying like, release your job in terms of like quitting your job but there's a lot of people out there who have a very strong main character energy who are mm-hmm. literally quitting their jobs because they see this Beyonce song as a sign to do that yeah I also think there's something to say about maybe not taking lyrics like too seriously <laughs> but I do love the memes I think the memes have been amazing when they're like Beyonce told me to quit my job so I'm doing it like it's yeah. just it's pretty good yeah um, okay, I am a fan. Uh, it's a, such a good song, and I can't wait because she's releasing a whole album, which I am so excited about. Yeah, I feel like um, that'll be a, a whenever that comes out, that'll be another tea for lunch. We're gonna day, have to just do like a, to Beyonce. a special edition, like listening party or something because it's gonna be good. <laughs> yes. Uh, do you want to bring us into our next story? Yeah, the next one's a big one. This is the Daily Harvest scandal, the poisoning allegations from their French lentil and leek crumbs. Mm-hmm. As uh, coming from a PR background, this one makes my blood boil a little with just interest mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, people have taken to Reddit and Twitter over the last month or so to talk about their uh health issues after eating the leek uh, crumbles. There's no known cause. Some people have had uh, their gallbladders removed. Some people have ended up with $20,000 plus hospital bills. Um, And then Daily Harvest basically just made a post saying this is voluntary. And at one point in their first post, they basically said, um, they accused the people who are getting sick of essentially not cooking their lentils correctly and that being the reason. So, they, yeah, it's been, it's been interesting to watch. Reddit has blown up over it, mm-hmm. but it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Yeah. And what's really interesting to me is that the first, I mean, the first time I heard about it is I saw it on TikTok and a few mm-hmm. influencers who received like a PR package with the crumble, they started saying like how sick they got. They were like literally in the hospital with like crazy high toxin levels and liver enzyme levels. And like doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with them. Um, and then because they're the first ones to get it because they were gifted the product, mm-hmm. then it was like, you know, distributed to everyone else afterwards and customers. And now they're all seeing the side effects. So it's pretty serious stuff and it really freaks me out. But it's also intriguing because like you have the brand side, like your mm-hmm. marketer hat, like how do you react to something like this? Yeah. I agree. Like the ra- the reaction that Daily Harvest has has not been great. And no. I mean, it's like a really difficult thing. Like how can it, like, I don't know, what would you do differently? Like, I do have some sympathy because like it's likely not part of their control. Like they didn't, mm-hmm. they can't even figure out like toxic, toxic, what is it? Toxicity? Co- toxicity. Toxicity yeah. reports <laughs> aren't even flagging anything. They're like in talks with the FDA. So like they're doing the investigation and trying to figure mm-hmm. out and trying to get to the bottom of it. Um, but yeah, it's just like, it's, they're in such a difficult place. Like, yeah, I think they they came on the defense immediately. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably where a lot of the you're not doing anything is coming from. I know that they gave like a $10 credit to the people who would r- reported illness or either had purchased them 
something along those lines. And they're basically saying like $10, but I paid 18,000 in the (laughs) hospital. So I think they've been a little defensive. I think they're definitely looking, going to look back on this and have some questions. I even saw last night on Reddit that there um, are people starting to come forward of being sick from other instances, like months ago from like their oats and stuff. So it'll be interesting to see sort of what the fallout of this is over the next few months, but they're, they're staying pretty tight lipped about it. Yeah. Do you think they'll bounce back from this? Like as a company and as a brand? This one's pretty big. Like that's a level of sickness that people just won't trust eating the food again. Mm-hmm. They won't risk it. I I really don't think, I don't think so. And if they do, they're, it'll probably be with a new PR team because the ones handling this one haven't done very yeah. well for they'll it. They'll have to like change their entire business. But yeah. Yikes. Um, okay, we'll continue to watch that story. I'm really interested how that's going to pan out. Um, last story for the day, we have some more updates around Facebook slash Meta. They launched a new some new creator monetization tools, which is exciting. Uh, obviously, creators are like the forefront of their focus as they're like building out new features, things like that. So they're adding some more creator monetization tools, starting with the creator marketplace on Instagram. And this is where creators can get discovered for potential partnerships. It's much more Instagram specific than a brand collabs manager, which also exists. Um, they're also expanding the Reels Play bonus to more creators. So I don't know if you knew this, but um, oh, I'm, I feel like I want to go down so many rabbit trails here. <laughs> but um, Instagram is paying people for like using mm-hmm. Reels. And I guess they're expanding that play bonus to more creators. Um, and then they're also expanding the Facebook Stars creator donation process, which is a virtual currency. Um, it's currently just within the gaming pages, but... Reels in certain regions will be eligible to use that soon, which is really exciting. Um, so all of this is like so fascinating to me because literally TikTok did this first, like the creator mm-hmm. marketplace, TikTok had that first. Yeah. And we were always like when we were playing and crashing around in the, in the TikTok creator marketplace, we're like, how cool would it be if Instagram had this? Because mm-hmm. it's literally a directory of all these amazing creators, like their stats, how much they charge per post, like every like their niches like everything is all accessible and it's so it makes it so easy you can actually like add money to your credit as a as a potential like sponsor and then like work with them within the app so it's cool that and funny that instagram is now releasing this too Mm -hmm. and same with the reels play bonus like tiktok did that first like they're paying people use tiktok so yeah i don't know it's just like more copycat style updates which I see why they're doing it, but it's also like, try to be a bit more original. Yeah, they didn't even change the name. They literally called it Creator Marketplace, yeah. which is also what TikToks is called. And so. I think that just goes to show like TikTok is like setting the new standard for how tools, like what tools need to exist for creators and brands who are working with creators. So I don't know, this just makes me think like TikTok is the leader when it comes to all of this stuff and they're like setting the pace. Absolutely. What I think is interesting is to see is how this will impact those like third-party platforms that that offer you this when a lot of times with those other platforms to find and source influencers from you're limited in access to mm-hmm. what information they give you with with API restrictions but you go onto the TikTok marketplace and you have everything you know you can find them based down the percentage of their followers that are interested in something. Totally. Um, so that'll be interesting to see what that does to those tools and then also how those how Facebook 
has it integrated, what it's missing compared to those tools. Mm -hmm. And if this is something that agencies or creators have interest in using over other platforms, I've worked with influencers before who refuse to use third-party platforms to sign contracts or for, for that campaign management. So I think it'll be really interesting to see what it does to that influencer brand relationship. Yeah. More tools, the better. It's just like, I'm, yeah, I'm also curious to know like how third party <laughs> platforms will react because they could literally like wipe out a bunch of them. Yeah. Which yeah. is wild. I would hate away. to be a, like a founder of one of those companies and just know that like any second, if Instagram decides, like my whole business could be gone. Yeah. I think they, they for now they have a little bit of a leg up because they've been doing it for a while, mm-hmm. but they're going to have to get more creative. And I think there's a point where, you know, Facebook and or Meta is going to start blocking them it's gonna get a little gatekeepy i think Mm -hmm. we'll see crazy are you in favor of like all the other updates that we've been seeing from instagram so far yeah i I, uh i'm excited to see they announced the one today about uh, making like captioning um and closed captioning and captions on video more accessible and right before this i saw that if you like record a story now it'll like auto add captions as like a filter um and there's there's different ways you can like time the captions on your reels and stuff now and, and doing that and i like that for inclusivity and accessibility and also i think a lot of people tend to watch reels in feed without sound on in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. So I I think that's going to be an interesting one to see. Um, yeah. Mike yeah. always watches reels and TikToks with no sound. And I'm like, do you even get it? <laughs> like, does that even connect for you without the music? Because yeah. like, it's such a big part of it. But. It is. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, at one point, I read a stat that um, significantly more people watch reels with sound off than they do TikTok. Interesting. So TikTok has like a 90 plus percent sound on rate. Whereas if you're seeing a reel in feed, you're almost always seeing it muted. Interesting. I would confirm that because I don't always turn on my volume for reels, um, but I always listen to TikTok with like volume up. Isn't it interesting how yeah. we, how we do that though? Like it the psychology is. of two apps that have almost you know Meta, Instagram, Facebook is like carbon copied TikTok, yeah, and we use them in two completely different ways now. I think it's really cool. I, I think it was at the gathering they talked about like TikTok being an entertainment platform and Instagram being a social networking platform, which is so true. Like you're just yeah. your expectations for TikTok is to be entertained, while your expectations for Instagram when you're watching it, at least for me, I think this is true is you're just like trying to catch up on what people are posting. Absolutely. And I think it was the YouTube uh, report that came out the other day that is considering TikTok a search engine now. Whoa. uh, Yeah. That's fun. Cool. Well, lots of stuff going on. We'll do our best to keep you all posted, but that is the show for today. McKenna, great work. Cheers to you. Cheers. Thank you. Now that you've wet your palate, go eat something more substantial. Thanks for joining us. Bye.